can't wait to see what Kafusi does in Buffalo this year. But anyway, um, you, if you didn't know uh, Morgan was from Ashwaubenon, I can't wait to see what Kafusi does in Buffalo this year. But anyway, um, you, if you didn't know uh, Morgan was from Ashwaubenon, This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast about news, narratives, takes, and gambling. ESPN reporter Rob Domofsky right there suggesting that the tight end Aaron Rodgers really likes is going to be cut and on his way to Buffalo, which is what happened to Jake Kumaro last year. Haha, the media and Aaron Rodgers. Haha, God, he's going to win 13 games at least this year. Dan, interesting to see you. We're going to preview NFL preseason and take a look at uh, different gambling previews we'll do throughout the NFL season. We'll catch in on that Detroit Tigers story about racism in the booth and hear from what the Tigers and Bally Sports, which is what Fox Sports used to be, how they responded. Max Kellerman apparently out at ESPN, but we're going to talk with we're going to start with good old fashioned smack talk. Hunter Renfro, who looks like your son's peewee coach, wide receiver for the formerly Oakland Raiders, now Las Vegas Raiders. See, I caught myself. It's still a thing. I just who cares? But. He walked onto Clemson, won a national championship, like literally walked off the, with a national championship against Alabama. Now he's in Oakland, and apparently, according to multiple people on Twitter, Hunter Renfro, this little dude, absolutely annihilated the best cornerback in football and one of the best defensive players in football, Jalen Ramsey. After the practice, he said, quote, for me, I'm just out there doing my job and having fun and just really completing blah, 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 blah. But this is where it gets fun. But if I can beat Jalen Ramsey, then I can beat anybody in the NFL because he's one of the best, which is funny. That's one of those things you say where you're trying to be complimentary of the guy, but you end up just roasting everyone else, which is awesome. It, he's the most annoying person to watch. If you hated the Patriots and you watch them and you're like, why can't any of you people cover Julian Edelman? Or Wes Welker. He's like those guys, but what if they were good? He's incredibly good. The fact that he's on the Raiders is a very successful situation for the NFL because if we'd allowed if we had allowed him to play with Tom Brady, it would have been a nightmare. He's so good. Apparently he roasted Jalen Ramsey. I love that. That's one of those things where you try to be humble and compliment the guy, but you end up just alphaing everybody else. All right, let's get to the Tigers thing. We reported yesterday the uh uh, the racist accent that former Tigers pitcher, Hall of Fame pitcher, Jack Morris used when describing something to do with Shohei Otani. He has been suspended indefinitely, Jack Morris. Here are the statements from Bally Sports Detroit. Bally Sports took over Fox or whatever they do, the local broadcasts now. Quote, Bally Sports Detroit is extremely disappointed with the remarks by analyst Jack Morris made during last night's Tigers game. Jack has been suspended indefinitely from the Tigers broadcasts and will be undergoing bias training to educate him on how the impact of his comments and how he can be a positive influence in a diverse community. We have zero tolerance policy for bias or discrimination and deeply apologize for his insensitive remark. Statement from the Tigers, quote, the Detroit Tigers take immense pride in honoring our diverse cultures and we make up our players, coaching staff, front office, fan base, and community. We are deeply disappointed by the comments made by Jack Morris during the broadcast last night. We fully support Bally Sports Detroit's decision and their ongoing commitment to ensure that the personnel are held to the highest standards of personal conduct. I didn't play the remarks, and I'm not going to. Uh, I didn't play the apology either. The apology was a non-apology apology. It was a I'm sorry that you're offended apology. So, yeah, goodbye, Jack. I imagine you're probably out. Um, 
good resolution, quick resolution. Indefinite suspension makes sense. No reason to, to fire him right now. That might be too much blowback. We'll see what happens in a couple of weeks or perhaps next year when people care about the Tigers, if they do at all. News at ESPN. God, they're just so annoying. The way they treat their talent is just such garbage. So if you watch First Take, Max Kellerman is the guy that they got to replace Skip Bayless in the daily yelling competition between Stephen A. Smith and someone else. According to Newsweek and other reports, ESPN is going to remove Max Kellerman as co-host of the flagship First Take show, which I can't... The fact that ESPN's flagship is First Take shows exactly how far ESPN has fallen. You can read the article I have pulled up on YouTube right now by clicking the link in the show notes. If Kellerman leaves the show, First Take is not expected to replace him, according to Newsweek. They're just going to get random people for Stephen A. Smith to yell at because I guess they like him yelling at people like Kevin Hart more, which, fair enough, if... Kev's not busy. I'm sure he'll stop at ESPN for a couple million dollars. He's so famous. God, how did that happen? He's just, he's just so famous. It's crazy. News from the NFL yesterday. The biggest news to me, um, and this is why the draft, just when the draft rolls around in the NFL, just make fun of everybody for every single take that they have. Josh Rosen was by many considered to be the safest pick in the 2018, or is it 2017? 2018? 2018 draft in one of the greatest quarterback classes of all time. That quarterback class has panned out to be interesting, though not one of the greatest. Rosen was picked, I think, 10th, 9th or 10th by the Arizona Cardinals. He said there were nine mistakes in front of him, and he's going to make sure they remember that. After one season, uh, disastrous football for the Cardinals, he was then traded to the Dolphins, where he started for like five minutes before being replaced by Ryan Fitzpatrick. Then he was claimed by the Bucks and got to back up Tom Brady where he was cut, and then he was claimed by the Niners where he was just cut. So he's out of the NFL right now. When Rosen was drafted, an interesting scout thing happened, which is that all the scouts said that he didn't love football, and that was a red flag. What does it mean? Just because he has interest outside of football doesn't mean he doesn't love football. I've only heard that screamed from the mountaintops from two guys, and they have been ginormous busts. That's Robert Kimdichie and Josh Rosen. Maybe they're onto something there. Is Josh Rosen the reason that Justin Fields fell? Also probably some racism reasons for Justin Fields as well. Josh Rosen's QB class included first overall pick Baker Mayfield, third overall pick Sam Darnold, I think sixth or seventh overall pick Josh Allen, then Josh Rosen, and then at the end of that draft class was Lamar Jackson. Lamar and Josh Allen panned out. Sam Darnold appears to be uh, heading towards hyper-bust territory, but Josh Rosen has to be considered one of the biggest draft busts of all time. In the quarterback position, he's in there with company like, I honestly don't even know, Blaine Gabbert, Christian Ponder. He just couldn't play quarterback. If you can't figure it out with Kyle Shanahan, and they don't want you to back up Tom Brady, that's it's got to be it. If you can't play with Kyle Shanahan, I mean... Jimmy Garoppolo just handed the ball off in the playoffs. Um, he's an unrestricted free agent. He's only 24. Maybe he doesn't love football. Maybe he doesn't want to play. All right, preseason football tonight. There is one game the two cities America loves to hate. The New England Patriots are in Philadelphia to play your Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are home underdogs in this preseason game, plus one and a half. Plus 105 to win the game, minus 125 for the Patriots. They are the favorites. The total is set at 38 points. I wish it was half, but we discussed the over-under thing uh, for the preseason a couple times. The unders have been hitting, which 
can that possibly continue? I I think it's going to continue. I think that it won't be 14 and 2 again. That would be bananas, but I don't think Vegas can mentally wrap their heads around putting totals like in the upper 20s, lower 30s, and that's why it's going to continue to hit. The other part of that's that's going to be confusing is that the Patriots like to take the preseason very seriously and because for the first time in NFL history there are going to be 3 preseason games, not 4, not 0 like there were last year. In typical fashion, when there are four, the third game is a dress rehearsal where there's game planning and the, the, the teams try to beat each other. They watch film. They, they treat it like a dress rehearsal for an actual football game. The speculation is that that will continue to be the case here and then there's no reason for the fourth preseason game, which had typically just been a mess of fourth and fifth stringers trying to figure out who's going to be the gunner on punt return. So I suspect the dress rehearsal again is going to come in the third preseason game, but it might not. Bill Belichick might use the last preseason game the way that he used to use the last preseason game. And now the second preseason game for the Patriots will be what the third preseason game will be. The Patriots have an honest to goodness quarterback competition on their hands with Mac Jones and Cam Newton. So I suspect them to leave those guys in Eagles. I haven't, I don't know. They do not have a quarterback competition. They have quarterback hopes and prayers. I kind of think that we might not, we might see less of Jalen hurts in this week than we did last week. I honestly have no idea what to expect here, but I think the under is the move. Uh, and I, as far as winning, I don't know. I mean, one and a half is not enough for me to bet against the spread. I'm not going to bet on a one-point game. One and a half. If you're going to bet one and a half, just bet on the Eagles to win. You know, why not? I love the under, though. I don't think they're, they're going to get there. I don't think they're going to get there at all. Tomorrow, we'll, we'll preview the rest of the preseason and see if there are any bets that we like as we try to figure out how to make money in the preseason together. Together Next week will be fantasy preview week. We'll start it off right now. I'm going to, I, I'm not that good at fantasy. I'll give you some takes, I suppose. But what I want to cover on this podcast is how media covers things. I want this podcast to be, you know, information for other podcasts you should listen to. We'll talk about the fantasy footballers, ringer fantasy, NFL fantasy, PFF fantasy, uh, who's covering what on what podcast, what you'd like to hear. The fantasy footballers, by far the best fantasy football podcast on the internet. They are incredible. Um, the most interesting thing to think about right now, if your fantasy draft is happening is that Kyler Murray appears to be by far the best quarterback in fantasy football because of the rushing thing. Um, I don't know if there's anybody who was drafted this year. That's going to be able to compete with him from a quarterback standpoint. All of the rookies, they look good. Justin Fields looks like a scrambler, but Kyler Murray's just so fast. He's just so fast and they have such good receivers. He's kind of huge portions of their running game. They drafted running backs who can catch the ball. So that's kind of what I thought was fascinating. Um, we'll go through some rankings and stuff. I'll just read to you what is publicly available for free. And we'll, we'll discuss other podcasts and what they're doing and so that you know where you want to look so you don't just have to Google Fantasy Football Podcast if you're, uh, if you're into that kind of thing. So we'll get into that later this week as well. I do. I have never really played daily fantasy but i'm going to and you people are going to help me we're going to talk about it together i'm going to try my first daily fantasy tonight uh in a solo game stack and just see what happens and then we'll report back to you interesting to see is available wherever podcasts are found like rate review find me on twitter etc etc i really appreciate it guys we'll be back and better than ever to wrap up the week tomorrow